0: Richard Case. Well, good
1: morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are today, uh, continuing our series on overcoming adversity. Or excuse me, not adversity. Good morning. Uh, that's a different subject. Overcoming
0: <laughs> overcoming
1: worry, fear, and anxiety, which is caused by adversity. So <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, we certainly uh, are dealing with it, and uh, we've gotten into and talked about you know the the fundamental causes uh a uh, variety of them, uh one of which you know we've we've talked about uh you know vanity and greed and focus on your own stuff uh, one thing, and let me try to help describe this uh as you're chasing different things, um, mm-hmm. you tend to fill your schedule up mm. uh, with things you're so right things to do. Uh, and your work goes longer, you're spending more time on work, you're taking the emails and phone uh, texts at night, um, you're uh, working too many hours, uh, got too many things you do so that yeah, I'm involved in this thing at the church and I've got work to do and then I rush to that and I rush to the next thing. And um, it, it's uh, overwhelming and uh, we've talked about the causes of it, which is that you're chasing things, and you've decided to do it. But what happens is you add task mm-hmm. to your to your uh, list, and it becomes uh, what's called stress. Right? Um, is I can't get it all done, uh,
0: yeah.
1: or I can't get it done well, and I just run the thing, the thing. Or um, I know I've got these things I got to get done today, and I just can't seem to get them all. And then you go to bed worried and anxious because I'm behind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Tomorrow may not be <laughs> any better. Um, and you get further and further behind, so to speak. And um, our goal is to get it all done all, mm-hmm. all the time, but you can't do it. You know? So um, I guess we could categorize as any of these things that we talked about can translate into our decisions of doing certain things. Right, um, and that tends to pile up, which we we would describe it as stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, is I'm stressed out. I'm tired. I'm weary, um, and it actually uh, uh, and we'll talk we'll talk about the spiritual issues today. But it actually makes things worse, uh, right, and and deeper because I'm not relaxed. I don't have margin. I don't have. And by the way, uh, we'll talk about this when we get into uh, remedies. But Sabbath um -hmm. is a really big piece of this that uh you know we're not taking um so we don't take breaks we don't take rest which Uh, was
3: a gift that god gave us sabbath you know
1: (laughs) yeah i'm surprised by the way uh how many christians i ask them particularly over the last two years um how how have you been doing taking vacations
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and they say well we don't take much um Mostly out of fear and anxiety that if I do, I'm gonna I'm gonna not be able to do what I need to do at work, or we can't Mm -hmm. afford it, or uh, I got so many things I got to do, I can't. Or even
3: fear of travel and fear of you know (laughs) that sort of thing too. Yeah, you know,
1: just getting on airplane or going somewhere different or spending the money to go someplace, even to Mm -hmm. a hotel, uh, right? right. Is well, it's a, a place where I could get sick, you know, so. So yeah, the the whole aspect of rest and recreation is a big one, and the stress of you know, what I call stress is is you got one more thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can handle di- uh, all of us can handle stress at different levels, so that um, you know what I call uh, plate spinning. Uh, mm-hmm. I can you know I I can in my family I'm I'm a good one you know I I can handle lots of different plates at the same time. But even for me, if I get one too many, mm-hmm. um, it kicks me into this aspect of stress. And there's, a, there's an automatic uh, response of anxiety. It's, yes. in, it's interesting that yeah. I, I just, uh-oh, I just can't get it all done. Yeah. And I'm concerned. Now my focus is on, okay, how do I handle all this? Because I'm, I'm not able to.
3: I tell you, the other thing that I think I see happen, especially, um, you know, in my world, I, I deal a lot more with moms and especially with moms is they've gotten so accustomed to living in that level of stress and anxiety and busyness that they don't even recognize that it's an issue anymore. Yeah. Yeah you know, until something really happens and breaks it wide open. You know, it, it just, we, as, as moms in particular, we tend to wear busyness as a badge of honor. Right. And one more thing just means I'm that much more capable, you know, and we just pile it on and pile it on. And it really uh, doesn't leave room for God to do the work that he wants to do.
1: Right. Um, and so, by the way, when you challenge anybody, you know, what well, don't you think you need uh, to take, uh, a break and mm-hmm. stop doing some of the things you're doing uh to create margin and by the way we call that pruning mm-hmm. uh, which is god remember we're connecting to the vine and he says i gotta prune even healthy branches back because they get too big too much um what do you hear is the excuse of yeah maybe maybe have to think about doing less what, what do you hear is the excuse and you said well, well moms, what do you hear
3: yeah. Well, a lot of it, like I said, is kind of a badge of honor. And we feel like we're not doing our best if we're not doing everything, Right. you know, and, and there is even a level of, you know, you hear that acronym, maybe it's not popular anymore. I am not all the trend on these things, but FOMO fear of missing out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we really do carry that for our children. If we're not careful, they need to be involved in all of these things, because what if I don't give them the opportunity that was going to make them the next president of whatever you know we we carry that responsibility if we don't consciously surrender that to god and let him orchestrate it that's right it is and it's and it's what culture actually tells us everywhere we turn is more 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 is better
1: yeah yeah and what i hear what i hear is uh well um i'm too important not to do that they need me Mm -hmm. And if I don't do it, Mm. then it won't get done. And somebody's going to be unhappy or, um, or it will get
3: done incorrectly. Right.
1: Right. Right.
3: So there's some control that you get the control issues on the mom side of things. You know, I've got to do it myself because if I don't do it, I just end up redoing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So as you look at these, uh, you know, uh, causes, we talked about vanity, greed, you know, focus on your own choices, distraction, because you're trying to please others codependency, uh, Focus on your own capabilities. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, even though I'm not getting there, fear of uh, of defeat or failure. Uh, the odds are overwhelming. I'm having a real struggle with a real, real mm-hmm. problem. Uh, disappointment. Um, uh, I'm caught in a destructive pattern. Uh, have heaviness. I just I just seem to not have any much joy anymore. And things have been. I've had. I've ruined a few things, or things are ruined and it's, it's mm-hmm. a struggle double binds, um, hurt by someone else, particularly that's close to us, or uh, we have conflict with something going on in our life uh, that is just a, uh, difficult to overcome. And then as you look at all those, one thing, again, that, that you might relate to is that, well, you're living a life of stress uh, mm-hmm. because you're doing so many things and you just can't get there. Um, right. And so it, it weighs on you. Uh, mm-hmm. Both, you know, you're not getting it done, so you're trying to squeeze more and more into less time that you can't. And then, two is that your mind is thinking about I got to, I got to, got to, got to do this. I got to do this. And overnight, mm-hmm. you think about what else going to do differently. And tomorrow, I got to do this. I got to do this. And your mind mm-hmm. is always energy around the tac- uh, tactics mm-hmm. or the task, as opposed to the freedom of enjoying life. Um, so we can understand it well. Let's get in today. This aspect of um, uh, we can understand uh, and all of us can relate to, yeah, these these things uh, uh, that actually are described in Scripture, uh, do they do cause me uh, worry, anxiety, and fear, and I'm, I'm tending to live there. But underneath it all, there's also these spiritual aspects going on, which is what I would say what keeps us there. Mm-hmm. Uh, these things cause it but we don't deal with them because of the spiritual problem we got. And then we're going to get into, obviously, the remedies. And the cool thing is is that because it really is caused by a spiritual issue, that means the remedy is spiritual. Um, mm-hmm. And if we look at it differently, that because all these things that, that we said cause anxiety, fear, worry, what do we do? We try to resolve those in the, in the, in the world or in the flesh. Mm-hmm. And God says, interesting enough— What's really causing it is a spiritual thing, and the remedy is spiritual. So it's going to yeah. be really cool to get there. Which, by the way, means God says, "I can handle all. I can solve them all." Yeah,
3: <laughs> I love. I love that you're bringing this element in for everyone to hear because I think um, something that's important that we see going on in the world today has been a separation of counseling and discipleship.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the
3: two, yeah, the, the two are really sh- and should be completely intertwined. And we tend to go to counseling, Christian counselor or non-Christian counselor to go get help for our problems. And then we go to the church or we go to a Bible study or we go do something for discipleship. And the reality is that at our fingertips is the ultimate counselor. With the words of wisdom. And when we marry discipleship and counseling, we get the benefit of the counselor of the Holy Spirit walking through us and walking with us in each part, empowering us, enabling us, leading us, guiding us, healing us in all of these areas. And we've separated the two.
1: Yeah. Um, And that's interesting. uh, It's very true uh, in uh, small groups Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, in churches, uh, and you actually said it uh yesterday that there oh actually earlier uh, already today is there 's a badge of honor
3: mm-hmm. uh
1: to the suffering yes, um, that 's true and it becomes um a way of uh receiving uh you know some attention and kindness uh but we talk about our problems mm-hmm. and isn 't that a good idea, and uh we feel so sorry for you so um uh, when uh, when Linda and I, we described, I think, taking over the senior pastors in this church in Chicago, and they had a big, small group ministry. Uh, so we started visiting them, uh, and the discussion was all around, woe is me. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: I got this problem. Uh, isn't this awful? And they shared about the problem, and everybody talked about the problem, and basically the conclusion was, we feel sorry for you. We'll pray for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe
3: we'll bring you a meal. And maybe <laughs> uh, <laughs> if it's really
1: bad, I will bring you a meal. Um, but um, every week it was, it was, uh, well, let me share with you. My problem is even worse than the other guys, you know, and mm-hmm. oh, we feel sorry for you. And, uh, and so it's what I call the blind leading a blind
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: is that it just reinforced why you live in fear, worry, and anxiety. Uh, because you, you almost promoted it as acceptance and, uh, normal Mm -hmm. that, uh, well, that's the way life is. And if you got a real problem, uh, share it and we reward you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it makes us feel sorry for you and we'll pray, we'll pray for you. Um, and then as I observed him, I said, well, you guys ever see any victories, you seeing much victories and the answer was oh not really uh Uh. i said yeah because you're dealing with it at the flesh level the world level still even as a church you're talking about prayer but Mm -hmm. you don't understand what it means to go to god and let him bring spiritual resolution to things and when that starts to happen you'll see everything change, which means you got to get in the word and you got to see what the word is right. say, And what the and Holy that's Spirit where that is.
3: marriage with discipleship comes, that's right? It.
1: That's it. Yeah. yeah. So I know, and we've experienced it. So, uh, we have our leaders, um, all of us, uh, started out with, we were in the same boat. Uh, we were mm-hmm. living in fear, anxiety, and worry and struggle and difficulty. And, uh, as we learned to abide, and then we learned to, assist each other in, well, okay, yeah, I know you got that issue, but let's go to God together.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: We'd see God resolve it. And what did that do? It it created an excitement uh, an enthusiasm. And an
3: expectation for him to do the same for one of ours. Absolutely. Um,
1: And then (laughs) uh, we assist each other not with, well, we feel sorry for you. And and there's empathy. And yes, uh, we understand uh, that your heart is troubled by this. We get it. But let us lead you Uh, walk with you into god's answer Mm -hmm. and and trust that god will give you answer that's why he says and we'll get into this the kingdom of god is righteousness peace and joy in the holy Mm -hmm. spirit why he didn't say when the troubles resolved right he said all the time well why well because you know that god's going to resolve the problem god's going to resolve the issue and you can trust it um and that, bring, that should bring you joy while you're walking, you know, through the process. So we'll talk about that. But let's get into the spiritual causes. Um, Paul describes it uh, pretty well, actually. In uh, the real issue, and it's Romans seven thirteen to twenty four. Um, we got a, We got a problem. Romans seven thirteen to twenty
3: four. Okay. Um, Has then what is good become death to me? Certainly not. But sin, that it might appear sin, was producing death in me through what is good, so that sin through the commandment might become exceedingly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells for to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good. I do not find for the good that I will to do. I do not do, but the evil I will not to do that. I practice now, if I do what I will not, will I will not to do is it it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that evil is present with me. The one who wills to do good for, I delight in the law of the God of God, according to the inward man. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of its sin, to the law of sin, which is in my members. O oh, wretched man that I am who will deliver me from this body of death.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Paul's writing, and he, and he uh, is going through a, a really uh, important aspect in Romans six, seven, and eight. But uh, as he goes through the issue in, in chapter seven,
2: mm-hmm. uh, he
1: says, "Well, we got a problem." Uh, he says, uh, "The things I would like to stop doing and do better, I can't. I can't uh, uh, solve that. The mm-hmm. things that I know I shouldn't be doing." those things, those things I do. Um, and he says of anybody that is writing this, I am the most that has a heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he says a a will to do right. Right. I want to do right. He says, but I can't he said the reason isn't about my and he talked about the soul. He said it's not about my soul. My soul has a heart to do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He said the pro the problem is this aspect of what's called the sinful nature mm-hmm. or the flesh or the self that gets in the way. And he said, It doesn't matter how much I try, I can't overcome this because it's he said it's a law, it's a truth that is absolute operational. Uh, mm-hmm. So that absent of uh, having an understanding of what the remedy is, I'm stuck with this problem. And he said it's not, in essence, it's not personal. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't look, he doesn't look at it and say, well, you guys that are struggling, yeah, you got a problem. The rest of us, we're, we're good. Mm-hmm. He says, we're all in the same boat. Uh, it's a law it's a it 's a truth that functions that absent of a remedy, uh which he ends you know verse twenty four wretched man am I. Uh, how awful is the situation that we're in mm-hmm. that we're living with a sinful nature now we've we've talked about the reasons why it goes back to Adam and Eve, and they were in per- perfect harmony with God with the Holy Spirit. Uh, they ate of the tree, disobeyed God said, if you do, you' surely die.' Uh, what died, mm-hmm. their their communication, their uh, spiritual connectivity with them. So the sinful nature now is, is resident in every person that's born since Adam and Eve. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're all in that same place. Uh, and we can't overcome it ourselves. Uh, which he, which Paul says, well, that, that's what you're trying. So that as you look at the that list we've talked about the last two days, the real problem is, I'm trying to resolve this myself. Right. Well, this is a spiritual issue. Uh, uh, Paul just stated, by you trying to solve this yourself and overcome it, driven by uh, greed or driven by trying to fix uh, based on your own skill or Mm
0: -hmm. overcoming
1: your own ruin or heaviness uh, or double binds, you're trying to figure it out, figure it out, figure it out and do it. Uh, Paul's conclusion is what? What did he say here in Romans 7?
3: Death. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he said. This uh, is
3: horrible. <laughs> uh, it,
1: it, 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 it'll, it'll never get there because mm-hmm. why? Your nature is such that it can't. Mm-hmm. You can't figure yeah. this out yourself. Um, oh, wretched man am I who can save me from this awful situation of basically no remedy.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: okay, now, um, what's the reason for that is that. And think about the conclusion of that. Well, that must mean that the remedy is spiritual. Mm. Because yeah. if it was in the flesh, natural, well, Paul would say, well, then do this, this, and this. Right. He said, nobody can do it. And, and, and we got to really grab hold of it. Think about what I'm saying here. Nobody in the entire world, no Christian in the entire world Nobody listening to this podcast,
3: mm-hmm. nobody, zero, And that means not Rich or I. <laughs> not, not
1: you or me uh, can solve any of that on their mm-hmm. own. He said, why? It's, it's an absolute truth.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, wretched man, am I? Who can save me from this terrible situation? Now, by the way, and we'll get into this uh, uh, next week. Uh, uh, he says, uh, if the answer was nothing, mm-hmm. what would Paul have done? Oh, wretched man am I. We're, we're in this terrible situation. We're going to always live in fear, anxiety, and worry, and we can't resolve it ourselves.
3: Right. So uh, might as well sign off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He would have just said,
1: um, good luck, everybody. Yep. Uh, but hey, you get to go to heaven, and we'll see mm-hmm. you there. And I have nothing more to say because there's, there's no answer to this. Now, fortunately, <laughs> he keeps writing and says, mm-hmm. well, there is an answer. By the way, it's Christ Jesus. And then he describes in Romans 8, Uh, part of that answer. Uh, What does that look like? Uh, That fortunately, there's a spiritual answer because uh, as a believer, remember Adam and Eve um, went and the spirit vacated, so now they're just flesh and soul. Mm -hmm. A sophisticated animal, which is why they have a sinful nature, which is driven by self. I will, I will, I will. Even, even... And Paul, this is what he describes, even with your desire to please God and to do things Mm -hmm. correctly according to the Scripture, if you try to do it on your own, you can't get there. I mean, it's not about you may not get there. You You, will not. You will not get there. You can't get there uh, because of this uh, operation. Okay, so as a believer, and and Jesus describes this in chapter 3 of John, he says to Nicodemus, um, if you believe in me, mm-hmm. you will be born again. Mm-hmm. Now, Adam and Eve died, see, and we're all dead. Uh, we all, and he talks about it in John 3. We're all condemned. We're all condemned to mm-hmm. death. There, we, and there's no remedy for that per se by ourselves because the requirement is perfection and we can't get there. Right. Uh, and he says, well, if you believe in me, you pass from condemnation to life and believe what I did for you. I took mm-hmm. on the penalty myself. I gave you the release to be perf- perf- perfect, called forgiveness. Now come and, and receive me. If you receive me, what happens? You get born again. When you're born again, what happens mm-hmm. to you? When you're born again, what if happens the, you to you? You
3: receive the Holy Spirit.
1: The Spirit enters you. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there's part of the answer. Is that, well, then the work of the spirit is what's going to make the difference. And Mm -hmm. and the answer is yes. Now, um, unfortunately, um, we as a believer, have we solved that problem per se? No, we have the potential to solve it. Right. Why? Well, because but that takes
3: being deliberate to go to the Holy Spirit and and allow surrender and allow him to leave.
1: Because uh, see, the remedy is here. Mm-hmm. It's already resonant within you. Actually, this is what we spent this last uh, retreat all about, is you've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. The Holy Spirit is already here, and he's already given you these blessings. It's, it's mm-hmm. walking into them that is required from the heavenlies, from the kingdom of God, uh, letting God be king. Uh, and so as a believer, it's not, and this is what's important, and Paul's writing this to believers. He says it's not automatic. Right. Um, uh, that you're going to experience a life of freedom without fear, worry, and anxiety. He said, that's not automatic. It's just potential.
2: And mm-hmm. the reason
1: that you can have it versus an unbeliever, see, an unbeliever can't get there. Um, uh, right. And, um, and I can tell you, uh, and I know a lot of, I would say wealthy unbelievers mm-hmm. and people look at them and say, well, their life's great. Um, Look at all the money they got, they get to travel, they get to buy things, they got, look at all mm-hmm. that money. <laughs> Guess what they live with every day? Fear, worry, and anxiety, right. um, and it's universal. They,
3: they can't have peace because Jesus is the source of peace, That's period. Right.
1: That's right, yeah. um, so they have moments of what you would call worldly happiness. Oh, I got to experience that. I got to go to this place. I got to buy this thing. Um, I got to have this big house. Um, Yeah, Uh, they have uh, moments of happiness. So it's not that they they can't have that. Mm -hmm. But it's just that, does it mean they have an absence of living in fear, worry, and anxiety? The answer is no. And if you get to know them and start to relate Mm -hmm. to them, you find out they have the same issues. Uh, And they don't have any remedy.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. at all
1: other than to try harder, which, by the way, Paul, what did Paul say? The harder you try, the, the, the worse is gonna, it's yeah. going to get. So he said uh, the spiritual issue is the nature that mm-hmm. we all have and that, yes, these causes we talked about last week is what stimulates it. Mm-hmm. But um, what we then do with it is based upon this problem that as you try to resolve it yourself, mm-hmm. Uh, and deal with it, you actually can never resolve it because of the spiritual aspect of it, which is uh, the nature of man, which can't resolve it.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, It
1: requires God to resolve it, a spiritual thing. And he said, by the way, the potential is there because you're born again. Okay, let's go to the next one. And he actually describes it pretty specifically. Uh, Go to Romans 8, 5 to 8. He's describing this issue of the flesh, Uh, Romans 8, 5 to 8 it said those that uh, put their mind on the flesh have a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's make it real simple. When you set your mind on the flesh, what are you doing? What does that mean? I set my mind on the flesh. What does that mean?
3: On what I want. What I want. Self, self is king. Whatever yeah, yeah. I desire, See, self. I'm, I am God in that moment. It's
1: really <laughs> simple. Um, I will. Mm-hmm. And and you're looking, remember, you're a believer. Uh, you have a heart to do the right thing. Paul mm-hmm. even described it. He said, I know. He said, that's good. That's a good thing. But what you do is that then you say, I will resolve mm-hmm. this myself. I'll figure this out. I'll work at it or I'll give up on it or I'll quit uh, or mm-hmm. I guess I can't resolve this conflict or this double bind. I guess I should just live with it. But you've still decided what to do with it. I Mm -hmm. will, I will, I will. Or
3: even I'm just going to sit and complain about this (laughs) and feel sorry for myself. I mean, we sometimes sit in that and that spirals the anxiety. That's right. That's right.
1: Um, I'm uh, I I can uh, I'm going to complain to as many people as I can. Uh, (laughs) Maybe somebody else can fix it for me. Um, So um, he says, your mind is driven toward you. Uh, you being mm-hmm. i'm going to resolve this. Uh he said well there's con- three consequences to that.
2: Mm-hmm. He
1: said first of all you put to death the spirit that is living within you and and he's not saying you you actually cuz you can't kill the spirit but he's putting it as if it's dead.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh that's
1: you're back to where Adam and Eve wound up. Is right. they lost their power from God to live the life of God because you mm-hmm. have basically cut it off um, and you put to death that aspect of your life. It's not functioning. It's mm-hmm. as though it's dead. It's not, it's not just sleeping. It's, it's literally, there's no life there. There's nothing there. Mm.
3: Uh,
1: the second one is you're an enmity against God.
3: That's uh, a scary word right there it's when you a scary think about word. being at enmity with God. <laughs>
1: yeah. And again, let's phrase it even differently. God says, I know that you have something that caused you fear, worry, and anxiety. Mm-hmm. He said that itself is not a problem. Right? Uh, fear is okay. Anxiety, a little bit of worry is okay. Uh, concern is okay. Uh, now he says this, I can resolve this. Mm-hmm. And have you, have you release it so that you're back to freedom. And and one of the things we're going to learn is that if we really begin to experience that. You don't wait till it's resolved to have freedom. You have freedom at the beginning, because why
3: Mm. he's going to, because you know, he's bringing the resolution, he's
1: going to, and he gives me the, and that's why he says, I, you know, we started out the whole series with, uh, I'm going to give you shalom, peace, Mm -hmm. the way I give it, not the way the world gives it, the world, the way the world gives it is is when it's resolved. And guess what? The next one happens and you're back to fear, worry, and anxiety. He says, right. my uh, heart, my resolution is I'm going to bring a, uh, an answer to this issue that's causing you fear, worry, and anxiety. This, this list mm-hmm. that we talked about last week or yesterday uh, and Monday. Um, well, if you're an enmity against him, what do, you, what do you think about what you're doing? What are you doing? You're an enmity against yeah. God.
3: You're basically coming against him. You're fighting against him. And so you're saying,
1: I am not even going down the path of receiving the remedy. Um, I'm rejecting that. Mm -hmm. And um, so not only am I not going to receive it, but you're actually now working against me. Mm -hmm. So that I actually, I find it harder to receive. Mm. Uh, Now that's hard to fathom. Uh, why would God do that? It's called, by the way, discipline. Why, why does yeah. he, why what does he, why does he do that?
3: Cause his desire is always to bring us back, to yeah. bring us to repentance and bring us back into his presence.
1: Yeah. Period. Yeah. And so as I deal with uh, people, particularly the people that don't have a clue about this, uh, they've just accepted it as mm-hmm. I guess this is the way life is. And I said, um, okay, you're in a mess and you're, you're fearful, anxious, and worried about it. Um, Would you like to learn a new way? Mm -hmm. Well, what? Well, uh, let me show you how to follow God, and he'll resolve it. I guarantee it. Mm -hmm. And they say, you can't guarantee that. Uh, I don't see see people around. I see everybody around me having the same stuff, and they're Mm -hmm. not getting anywhere. What do you mean you can guarantee it? I said, I know who God is, and he's done it for me. I guarantee he'll resolve this. He'll lead you Mm -hmm. to freedom. Now, by the way, I don't know how. I don't know when, and I'm not And ta- it may
3: not look like what you're picturing. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, and by the way, it could be something as simple as um, you're in deep conflict with somebody,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and God says, well, the conflict's going to remain because they don't have a heart to, to deal with truth, but I'm going to have you have freedom because I'm going to show you what it means mm-hmm. to let go of this. Uh, so the answer is always there. Uh, so uh, what is God up to is... Um, Uh, When I say that, I can guarantee it. They say, well, I don't know. Uh, It seems like he caused all this. Mm -hmm. And how can I I learn something different? I said, well, I can guarantee you that it'll be different. If you have a heart to go, would you be willing to go? I don't know. Uh, And and I make this statement, which is what God is saying to them. Well, how's it working out for you so far? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See, it's not... Uh, and since it's not, I say, why don't you, let's give it a try. Why would right. you, why would you not want to give it a try? Cause what you've been doing for the last, all of your life, it's all, it's always remained there. Uh, why, right. what's why, that
3: saying, uh, yeah. you know, what the definition of insanity is yeah. doing the same thing over, over and over and, over and again, expecting yeah. different results. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so, you know, um, you're working at MT against God. And then third is you can't please God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you can't please god then he can't please you uh he can't fulfill you because he said you first have to please me and interesting enough um we know something about that uh and and we've talked about this over and over and over and over again what pleases god it's really it's really simple and it's really beautiful what pleases god
3: simply being with him just being with him yeah he Staying says what, what pleases
1: him. me is you just come with me uh, mm-hmm. That's called surrender of will. I follow you. I'll let you be king. I'm just gonna go with you um, and we'll okay. learn even in the struggle, which is why, for example, uh, I want to make sure that this is clear, your fear, your anger, your 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 beginning piece of worry isn't bad. Mm-hmm. it's not it's not uh, actually sin, and it's not opposite of life uh, he just says when you have that
2: mm-hmm.
1: come to me and let me process that through to release that fear and it's okay that you fear and, and help me let me help you get through it all because he he's pleased with just us being with him and he right. says I'll work both sides of the deal I'll I'll do the work in you to follow mm-hmm. me for me to resolve the issue and by the way even including the struggle you're having with fear and anxiety and worry i I'll, I'll handle mm-hmm. that too. Uh, so uh, the spiritual issue is that uh, uh, and it's kind of it's kind of an interesting thing to say, but we're try- we're trying too hard. Mm. Uh, we're trying too hard to fix this ourselves. Interesting enough, with the thought is, if I can do this, then God will be happy with me. Mm-hmm. He says, interesting enough. The harder you try to fix it yourself, you put to death the spirit. You're, you actually are an enmity against me, and you cannot please me. Right. He says you got to really get this straight.
3: Yeah, <sighs> and even just that phrase you just said, um, you know, that we're how to, what exactly did you say that we're trying to trying
1: to do it uh, to, so
3: that so, we can earn his approval right, or his, right. you know, that sort of thing. That right there is a lie from the enemy. Right period because there's nothing we can do to gain his approval right he simply wants to be with us and so when we even catch ourselves beginning to believe that lie we need to capture that thought right and turn it back to god's truth that's right you know
1: right um uh and then the next one is that uh, in that same vein is uh as we're trying too hard we are are trying interesting enough we are trying to use scripture to assist us, and but we're doing it in a way that actually is harming us. Uh, so hmm. go to Second Corinthians three four to six. Second Corinthians three four to six.
3: Four to six. And we have such trust through Christ toward God, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter but of the spirit for the letter kills, but the spirit gives life.
1: Yeah. So, uh and we'll, we'll come back to this about the sufficiency is from God. He said, I'm the one that's going to do the work, not you.
3: Yeah. This um, is one of my favorite passages. <laughs> uh, it, really, it
1: really is that the good news is, um, it's not about spiritual maturity. It's not about how long you've been doing it. It's not about how effective you are. It's, um, it's God speaking my work in you, which is available mm-hmm. to everybody. So, You know, a Billy Graham, a Henry Blackaby, uh, people that you would consider to be super spiritual, interesting enough, you're as capable of them as them. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, because the sufficiency is God's not (laughs) yours. Right, Um, right. He didn't
3: give them a senior Holy Spirit and you a junior Holy Spirit. That's
1: exactly right. Beautifully said. (laughs) And he said, if you approach resolution uh, by uh, the letter, and he's referring to the Bible and you you look at it as, I will, I will, I will, and I've got to, I've got to, I've got to, and I'm going to work really hard at it, uh, law, he says, what what does it do to you?
3: It kills. It kills (laughs) you.
1: It literally puts everything that you're doing to death and of Mm -hmm. no value. If you look at it as spirit, uh, it gives you life. Mm
2: -hmm. So there's
1: a clue that we'll get to, but part of the problem uh, with believers as we look at fear, worry, and anxiety is, well, the Bible says. Mm. So I'm going to go try and do I'm going to work at that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. I'm, gonna, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm supposed to be patient. I'm going to be more patient. i got to work at being more patient. So I'm not supposed to be angry. i got to stop being angry. And, and uh, by the way, that's a misinterpretation of that scripture, even by itself. But um, I try, I try, I try. I'm trying to be what the Bible has laid out, and I, I don't reject the Bible.
2: Mm-hmm. I em-
1: embrace it. But the problem is <laughs> you're trying to do it on your own power. Right. Um, and he said you're you're approaching it as law, and you can't get there. It's going to kill you. And by the way, right. that's, that's what And happens. in fact,
3: that, that's kind of what I'm talking about when um – we were talking earlier about suppressing emotions and that sort of thing. Yeah. The same sort of thing, we can use scripture to suppress something and put a band aid over it rather than allow it to be an invitation for God to step in and heal it and bring sanctification through it.
1: Right, right. Um, and uh, this can include uh, the Bible. It also can include what I call uh, church policy or tr- church tradition or church teaching mm-hmm. that, you know, well, this is what we do. Um, and this is how we do things, and you got to conform to that. That underneath it all actually doesn't conform to the Word of God, but mm-hmm. we're we're relying on that as a higher level of authority. That well, my church says,
2: uh, mm-hmm. so
1: I got I got to go do that, and I I shouldn't question. Um, and so I'll try, I'll try, I'll try, because they've told me that that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. But it's all in the flesh, not in well, Father, what would you have me have me do? What's your What's your right. word for this? Uh, because why, well, um, and this is why we're, what we're doing is so critical is, well, let's go learn to abide. Let's go, mm-hmm. let's go learn to walk with him, because in this very issue of uh, fear, worry, and anxiety, he's the only one that has the answer. Right. Well, we got to learn how to, how do I receive? That's the big question. Well, how do right. I receive that and live free of fear, worry, and anxiety? He said, well, it's a spiritual thing. we gotta, We got to yeah. learn how to do that.
3: One of the things you're even describing there is as we step into that process, God uses the scripture to bring truth and to grow us in that. But, you know, back to um, earlier podcasts that we shared, you know, do you do you believe a scripture truly? And if you believe it, are you experiencing it? That's right. And I think that again, that's, that's kind of where we're at on this is a lot of people will hold up the, I believe this, I want to believe even, but I'm not experiencing it. So I'm going to squish down what I'm experiencing and just go with the blanket statement. of I believe instead of doing the work to allow God to bring you to experiencing it and to stay with it and abide on that scripture until he brings it to a place where you not only know it, but you truly believe it and are walking in it and experiencing. Yeah,
1: and it. Uh, and one thing as I uh, deal with people with this, uh, you know, what scripture are you hearing from God? What do what do you mm-hmm. what are you hearing from God? Which, by the way, you know, ninety percent of the time they said, I don't even know what you're talking about. Um,
2: mm-hmm. Okay,
1: well let me let me help you learn what abiding is all about and what hearing God's mm-hmm. voice and walking with Him uh, where He has you. In the word and what He's speaking to you in the word, um, and Rama and how that applies to you. And mm-hmm. uh, let me show you that um, uh, they learn it. Then the questions we say: Are you? Do you believe it? Mm-hmm. Um, and not really. Uh, are you experiencing? Well, no, not really. And the question uh, can be: uh, Well, are you trying too hard? Mm-hmm. Hey, we got a we got a guest that's coming in. Yep, I got a guest coming in. <laughs> Come on oh, in. I
3: hear Linda's laugh. Oh, no. Come on in. <laughs> oh, we got a guest. I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> Hi, wow. Linda. How are you?
1: <laughs> we're talking. It's so uh,
3: good to see you. Uh,
1: we're talking overcoming fear, worry, and anxiety. Well, that's a big issue,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and a much common
1: one these days,
2: right?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. bend down a minute.
1: So we're uh, <laughs> we're just talking about the reasons spiritual. Oh, so reason. we're not on. You're
3: on. Oh, you're on.
1: You're on, right. You gotta come over here. This, you're Mile. On. Hey, come over here. Come over other here. Am I really? Am I really on? <laughs> you are. You That's are. Good. You look good. You look good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Oh.
1: We'll be done in a while.
3: All right. I have your sandwich.
1: Okay, good. What's a little while? Oh uh, a little bit wild. Well, I'll let you know oh good
3: because I'm gonna go
2: back to the store
1: okay you can you can do that
3: <laughs> okay okay <laughs> bye Linda <laughs> uh
1: we'll have Linda back on by the way, to share uh some new <laughs> stuff. it's kind of fun, but um uh, the aspect here is um are you trying too hard
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, I'm not experiencing it. I don't believe it. um well, are you trying too hard? And you're looking at the word as law, and you've drifted from receiving the life of it to mm-hmm. doing it as a task and performing it. And
3: performing it—that's uh, so big deal. You know, yeah. we got
1: to change it. So don't you? He said, "Don't don't let the word uh, turn you into uh, a life of law." He said, "Now uh, we got to understand that we can be separated from Him uh, as a believer. We can separate." Again, it's it's, uh, walking away from the kingdom, walking away from the spiritual power. Uh, We're a believer, so our eternal destiny is set.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, It's not about uh, losing your salvation uh, in in terms of eternity, but it's the relationship Mm
2: -hmm. that is
1: present. It's always present and current. Well, we can can separate us. So let's go to Isaiah 59, 1 to 2, and talk just briefly about that. Uh, he's, he makes a statement here, Isaiah 59, one to two.
3: Okay. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear, but your iniquities have separated you from your God and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear.
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, people say, uh, you know, what are you hearing from God? Well, nothing It's silent. God's silent. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not talking at all. He's, he's absent. And, uh, I say, well, the issue isn't him. He just says it in that verse,
2: <laughs> right? Um, he,
1: he's not, his arm isn't too short to the, right. the, that he can't, uh, talk to you. Uh, so he's always talking, but if you're not, if you're into a period of, I'm not hearing anything, he says, well, you, are iniquity Mm -hmm. has separated you. Okay, now let's go to the simplicity of that. Iniquity, what is that? That's sin. It's it's sin and caused by what?
3: Self. Self.
1: (laughs) See, it's not what you did. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that you did it on your own, uh, that you Mm -hmm. walked away. Interesting enough, if you said, I'm going to go fix this problem and I'm going to do it as close to the Bible as I can, interesting enough, that's iniquity. Right uh, now, that's because you're still
3: doing it apart from you're being empowered by Him to do God. it.
1: So that's why I got to keep things really simple. Is it's not the well, I'm doing uh, what I think is good things, righteous things. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to follow the Bible, but if you're doing it in your own power, um, power mm-hmm. see, by definition, you're in iniquity against God, and He says you're out of relationship with Me. Uh, mm. uh, he says it in a different way. Go to Deuteronomy twenty-eight, fifteen. Uh, this is a, a chapter where he started out by talking about there's beautiful uh, promises that I that I have for everybody that co- called the covenant and all the mm-hmm. detail of it. And then he then he says this in, two, in Deuteronomy
3: 28:15. This verse isn't as happy. No, <laughs> um, but it shall come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord, your God, to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Yeah.
1: Uh, so he says, if you um, aren't following the voice of God, mm-hmm. see, that's what we're trying to get to is, well, he's got to speak. So by definition, if we're not even hearing his voice, we mm-hmm. don't even know we're in iniquity already. Um, and then I'm not. I'm having a hard time uh, following it. And he says, yeah, you need to follow it. And here's the cool thing that we're going to learn is um as you struggle in the following piece of it. Okay, I heard, I heard this. I got this, mm-hmm. this rhema from you, and you give me this instruction. It's a struggle for me to follow that. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you do? Stay with them. Let me help you. Give you the power, the strength, the understanding to be obedient. And actually, I'm not asking you to be blindly obedient because actually you're still doing that in the flesh. Come and let me guide you with the spiritual power right. into the following of me. Why? Well, because I'm going to provide the remedy
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and come and come and follow me. So it's about, do you have a heart to hear God, what he has to say? And then do you have a heart to stay with him for him to give you the power to be obedient mm-hmm. to what he has to say? He said, right. if, if you don't, you've separated yourself from me. Uh, so we've talked about this as a spiritual issue, and we're going to continue a few more just to clarify this uh, next week. Uh, on Monday, and then we're going to start getting into the remedies of this, but uh, it's a spiritual thing. The The real reason behind underneath it all is, Jesus said, well, in the world, you're going to have these things that we talked about the last two days cause you trouble. Right. And of course, you're going to have a reaction of anger and fear and worry and anxiety. He says, I get that. Um, That's normal. But the real issue is underneath it all,
2: Mm-hmm. You let
1: it lay there, and you tried to resolve it on your own, which you couldn't, and so your fear, worry, and anxiety just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. We talked about a low level of infection, uh, that you have moments where things are okay, but underneath it all, you're frustrated. Underneath it all, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're heavy. Uh, why? Because you're doing it in the flesh, which is the spiritual reason. Uh, that the issue's going on, is that uh, you're actually working against God who has the remedy, which is, and that's what Mm -hmm. we try to tell everybody now. Okay, you got fear and anxiety. Yep. Do we know why? Yep. Uh, Do you know who's got the remedy? Uh, No. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, It's God. Uh, uh, He's got the remedy. Uh, What does that require? Well, let's go with him and get the remedy. Um, And Mm -hmm. when you don't go to that level, you are are going to fail... Because you didn't understand, well, the, the answer is spiritual.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, then I
1: got to approach it in a spiritual way to let him give me the remedy to overcome the world stuff. It's really interesting. Uh, so we'll we'll talk more about it as we continue, but we'll uh, uh, pick this up next, uh, next week. Uh, and we've kind of gone into all the causes, give a little bit of hint of, uh, and, and Kathy, you said it, you know, the best thing is we'll write them down,
2: mm-hmm. what's
1: true about them. Uh, and begin to process those with God. And we're going to help you uh, go step by step by step into the resolution. Right. But the first thing is, well, just write Open them down. Open the
3: dialogue. <laughs> what, what are they and,
1: and what, what is your concern about them? And go ahead and write those mm-hmm. down. So. We will uh, pick it up again uh, next week, Kathy. On this one, and absolutely. We have, we and tomorrow, tomorrow,
3: yeah, yeah, we have the Leones. Am I saying yeah. their last yeah. name correct? Leones. Great couple. Houston, you guys Texas. are going to thoroughly yeah. enjoy. I loved having the Southern accents on, um, but yeah, you'll love hearing their story and just as they share about abiding. So be sure to join us tomorrow for that, yeah. and we look forward to continuing the conversation.
1: Yeah, we do. We'll see. You, we'll see you uh, tomorrow with the guest, and then uh, on
0: End Times Friday.